Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. The motive or driving force behind what we do goes deep. It can be buried in the very essence of who we are. At the point of salvation, that is when we receive Jesus, we have our identity, purpose and destiny in him. As a result, we are a new creation. Yet we can still be compelled by self and not live in the reality of this renewal. The Apostle Paul was compelled by the love of Christ to write to the Corinthian church to bring them into a greater revelation of his love so that they could live in his freedom. Turn with me to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 21. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The Apostle Paul says, The love of Christ compels us. His love is revealed in what he has done for us and in us. The ultimate expression of his love is his sacrifice on the cross. The creator of heaven and earth and all things good gave up everything of himself to become the sacrifice so that we could believe and receive him. The love, perfect love of Christ, is both his identity and purpose. The saving work of Christ is compelled by love, true love. Pure love, for God so loves. It is the love of God the Father that is the love of Christ. It is the Father who sent the Son, and the Son who was compelled to be sent. The all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present, freely gave of himself 
and included himself into his own creation because he so loves. He suffered, died and rose in victory, conquering death for all humanity. As a result, all humanity has been set free, yet each individual has a free choice to receive or reject his free gift of himself. For us who have chosen to receive him, we have our identity in him. We are those who live. We no longer judge ourselves or others, as Christ identified himself with each one. As a result, he died for each one in the place of all humanity. He died for humanity so that humanity can live forever in him. Christ's life, death and resurrection was and is for all humanity. He took upon himself all of humanity. Out of this revelation, by his Spirit, we see others through his eyes of love. No longer do we judge ourselves or another, as Christ gave up everything for us to be a new creation. Verse 16. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. We are free from the bondage of selfish desires, self-glorification, self-deprivation and selfish ambition. This self-seeking rebellious nature is against God and his right to rule and reign. In this way, we are trapped in a debilitating cycle of power and control. Our flesh is a stronghold over our thoughts, emotions and actions, as the flesh is never satisfied. It's important to understand Paul is not talking about denying oneself the basic human needs of clean water, nutritious food, safe shelter, clothing, good health, or the desire to be loved, respected and fulfilled. The denial of such things when they are given or available is another form of bondage to the flesh. Understanding it is the Father's will and perfect justice that all people have access to such things. What Paul is talking about is a deep-rooted selfishness that attempts to control and manipulate self and others to get what it wants. As self or the flesh is never satisfied, humanity exists in continual conflict against itself and each other. Yet praise God, in Christ Jesus we are a new creation. As verse 17 states, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. As Christ fully participated in our human condition, we, by his Spirit, participate in Christ's death and resurrection. Death to the bondage of self and life in the freedom of Christ Jesus. We are a new creation in him. We no longer live for ourselves, 
That is the bondage to self. Paul emphatically states that we should no longer live for ourselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. This is not out of any form of obligation. This is out of the revelation of his love. Paul is talking about the absolute sacrifice of Christ himself, the gift of himself that is just that, a gift. There is no obligation, as he was never bound by the selfish desires of humanity. He freely gives of himself. He lived in human form completely free, surrendered to the Father's will. So we in human form can also live completely free, surrendered to the Father's will. It is a daily journey to know and experience more of him. Our life of service is an ongoing receiving of Christ's gift of himself. Our relationship with him is defined by him. And he is the one who died and rose again for us. It is Christ's love for all and in us that transforms. We no longer live in the bondage of self, but free in the love of Christ. That is death to the bondage of self, living in the resurrected life regarding no one according to the flesh, but seeing others as one whom Christ died and rose again for. Knowing and experiencing God's love more each day empowers the death of self. To surrender self-will to that of the Father's will removes all blockages of self. By his work for us and in us, we are empowered to see self and others through the eyes of his love. God's love changes everything. I can testify of this. I lived 30 years in bondage to myself. Sadly, I was a Christian. I knew Jesus as my saviour, but not as my Lord. I was in conflict and not even realising it. I didn't love anybody other than my husband and family. When I realised I was trapped in my own selfish desires, I felt so far away from God. Yet God never left me. He still loved me, was there with me even in the darkest of places. I cried out to him and he wrapped his arms around me. From that moment to this day, I live in continual surrender to his will, where I'm compelled by his love, living for him. Knowing and experiencing the depth of the love of our Father for myself, knowing he still loved me whether I was good or bad, started the revolution of being totally surrendered to his will. It is indeed no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Recently I was in a remote area, preaching and ministering to a small gathering. As I prophesied over a young man that he would know the love of the Father for the people, not knowing he had asked God days earlier for this very thing, I sense the depth of our Father's love for the people. It is his love for them that brought me to tears. 
a love that was so overwhelming I was without words. This love of our Father in heaven is the same love of Christ that the Apostle Paul lived in. This is the love that compels us. A love that sees into the heart and brings love and healing, joy and purpose, goodness and compassion, gentleness and faithfulness, peace and patience, freedom and self-control. To know and experience him as the new creation that he died and rose to make us in is his work for us and in us. His work brings life into death, love into judgment, and truth into justice, giving us new ways to think, new ways to see, new ways to live. If only we surrender and give him the time. Therefore, the Apostle Paul emphatically states that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. There is no distinction between man or woman, boy or girl, child or adult, apostle or any other Christian, as each one is equal and a new creation. Free from the flesh, where pride has no place. There is no hierarchy in the kingdom of God. Each one in Christ is a new creation. All because of who Jesus is and what he has done and will do. Each one equal, free, and new. Salvation has been accomplished by Christ's love. His love compels and must be given to all, as it is for all. However, not all choose to receive. In the beginning, God created male and female. Humanity was designed for good. The pure seed that God created was corrupted by evil as humanity chose to become one with both good and evil. They chose to give over their God-given right to rule and reign to self, evil and his creation. However, because of God's great love in Christ Jesus, he recreated a new humanity. The old has passed away and in Christ the new has come. We have been given a new life by the very breath of God. In Christ Jesus, life, death and resurrection, he seized back what humanity gave away. He in turn gives it all back to those in him. The divine purpose of humanity ruling and reigning over all creation in love, equality and respect is fulfilled in Christ Jesus. The whole of creation is in earnest expectation, eagerly awaiting the revealing of the sons of God. All of creation is waiting for us. We have died and rose with Christ, bound together in him, compelled by his love. He establishes a new community and relationship with humanity. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. This is God's work and doing. It is not something we attain or manufacture. We cannot earn it, 
We do not deserve it. It is an amazing gift of God and his work in us. All things have become new is a bold statement. It has already happened in the life of all who are in Christ. Yet it is the daily journey of being renewed each day to live in our present and future reality. Verse 18. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation is bringing together a self-centered, unjust humanity that is living for itself to a just God who created and lives for others. This ministry of reconciliation and work of salvation is by our Creator. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 6 For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of the darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God's saving work and ministry of reconciliation is inseparable from his love and new creation of all in Christ. God's reconciliation ministry involves both the testimony or proclamation of the work of Christ and the work of Christ itself. Verse 20 to 21 Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We are ambassadors for Christ as we live for him. We are sovereign representatives of peace and reconciliation. Compelled by his love, the Apostle Paul implores, be reconciled to God. In our identity in him, we are not only his representatives, but his righteousness, his rightness, his justice. We become the righteousness of God. That is our inheritance and identity in him. This is what is known as the great exchange. Christ became what we are. He died in that state and he rose to life for us so that we could become what he is. In his resurrected life, the righteousness of God. A new creation remade by God. We as new creations are identified in Christ, the righteousness of God. Christ coming into our very being and life creates a new unity heart, mind and community. This is not something we can manufacture. This is all the result of the work of Christ for us and in us. It is his love that compels us. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.